The world is more complex than ever. Who can make sense of it? Join Reverend Michael Angley Oguche on NUMA Podcast each week as he shows you how God's Word connects directly to your life in this age and helps you navigate trials and tribulations. If you want to deepen your relationship with God and learn what He has in store for you, listen and subscribe to NUMA Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Just search for NUMA Podcast. Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. Brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, I am so glad you are able to join NUMA Podcast today. The key text for this podcast is the book of Jeremiah, chapter 29, verse number 10 to 14. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. Then shall ye call upon me, and ye shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. And ye shall seek me and find me, when ye shall search for me with all your heart. And I will be found of you, saith the Lord, and I will turn away your captivity, and I will gather you from all the nations, and from all the places whither I have driven you, saith the Lord. And I will bring you again into the place whence I caused you to be carried away captive. Please join me as I pray. Dear Lord, I thank you this morning for this rare privilege to be able to bring your word to the world. Lord, I ask today that you will sanctify the sound of my voice even as I speak today that the hearers of this podcast will be able to make sense out of this and to be able to be inspired by the words that follows, O God. Father, we know that in everything you are working in the background for our good. And Lord, today, as many God that may be in one situation or the other that are unpleasant will find this message today comforting and hopeful, God as they continue on this side of eternity. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. The title of this podcast is God is working for our good. God is working for our good because he loves us and more importantly hatched the plan for our existence our benicio here is what god said to his prophet jeremiah concerning his existence and that is in jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5 before i shipped you in the womb I knew all about you. Before you saw the light of the day, I had the holy plans for you. 
a prophet to the nations. That's what I had in mind for you. In these days when it seems that the presence of God is oblivious to us due to personal and collective circumstances confronting us, words such as these are encouraging. Encouraging because it makes us understand that nothing happens in the vacuum and that we are securely insured by God's divine grace and mercy and therefore the unnecessary burdens we bear are lifted with the profound knowledge that God has our backs in all situations, whether in trouble or in peace times. No wonder the psalmist was astonished with the immeasurable character of God, our creator, that he wondered aloud in Psalms chapter 8 verse 4 to 8. I cannot understand how you can bother with mere puny man to pay any attention to him. And yet you have made him only a little lower than the angels and placed a crown of glory and honor upon his head. You have put him in charge of everything you made. Everything is put under his authority, all sheep and oxen and wild animals too, the birds and fish and all the life in the sea. As a 21st century man who is acquainted with the culture of insurance of every property, it is wonderful to me that God Almighty, the creator and the master of the universe would stand up for me, be there for me, care so much about me in this way. So, like the psalmist, I am flabbergasted at God's act of loving kindness. And like the prophet Jeremiah, I am greatly comforted at his foreknowledge of my existence on this side of eternity. And you, my brothers and my sisters listening to this podcast today, can be rest assured of the grace and mercy of this God in your life too. One of the most distinguishing features of the Holy Bible from other religious texts, ancient or modern, is the promises contained in them. In fact, the Bible can be rightly retitled as the Book of Promises, as there are around 8,810 promises according to some biblical scholars, out of which are 7,487 direct promises made by God to humankind. Wow, wonderful. The truth is that the child of God can confidently key into each of these promises because we are all spiritual progenies of them by faith in Jesus Christ. We activate the promise by first believing in his grace and in his mercy and by surrendering completely to his will for our lives. 
our key text today, which is Jeremiah chapter 29, verse number 10 to 14, is a reassurance of the earlier promise made by God to the children of Israel. He has promised to bring his people back from captivity, despite the fact that the fulfillment of this promise was going to take 70 years. And you find this in Daniel's chapter 9, verse number 1 to 3. The fact that it was going to take a lifetime for the promise to happen is inconsequential because God does not work with the calendar we set by ourselves, but with his own calendar, which is according to his own very plan and purpose. He said he would do it. Our duty is to believe and the case for the promise is settled once we take these simple steps because God will make good on his promises. The scripture says in Numbers chapter 23 verse 19, God is not a man so he does not lie. He is not human so he does not change his mind. Has he ever spoken and failed to act? Has he ever promised and not carried it out through? My response to this question, my brothers and sisters, is a resounding no. Because God never fails. God never lies, even if it seems so. While it is true that God cannot fail, no lie, we as a people of God who believe in God must understand that with every blessing comes a responsibility to act in accordance with the promises made. God promises to us are not in abstract, but in context. Now, come with me as I unpack the key text for this podcast beginning with verse number 10. It says, This is what the Lord says. When Babylon's 70 years are over, I will come to you. I will keep my promise to you and bring you back to this place. The central point in this sentence is the employment of the pronoun I. Within this frame, the Almighty God asserts himself and took responsibility for initiating the entire existential program for the primary audience. And by extension, you who is listening to this podcast and me and the rest of the humankind. However, when we make the mistake of thinking we are in charge of our lives instead of going with the flow of God's spirit in our lives, then things start falling apart. It could also mean that we may have taken wrong steps by making wrong decisions previously and therefore are incarcerated for years. The good news nevertheless is this. There is hope for deliverance, no matter how long. If you are listening to this podcast today and you are feeling it is the end of the world for you, then please hear this. God has not finished with your case yet. 
neither has he forgotten you at all, even if it is 70 years and over. Because faithful is he that calls you into this marvelous light. But you must hang on to the wonderful promises of God to you on this occasion. In verse number 11, we see again God's declaration that he is the sovereign master planner. He said, I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. They are plans for peace and not disasters. Plans to give you a future filled with hope. The original language used for this verse renders the word thought as strategies or tenacities. Therefore, if correctly interpreted, would mean that it is not the case that God is just thinking thoughts about us in challenging or difficult times in our lives as he had had them all figured out to fulfill his will in our lives. This is why the wise man said in Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 11, God has made everything beautiful for its own time. He had planted eternity in the human heart, but even so, People cannot see the whole scope of God's work from beginning to the ending. This is our shortcomings as people. Because we are spiritually short-sighted, it is problematic to comprehend that He is accomplishing His eternal plan for us the way we assume they should be. And this is the reason we become hesitant sometimes in letting go and letting God have his way even when we seem to call upon him for his will to be done. This is NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening. The very understanding that he knows all about us can be a great help in our relationship with him. Those wonderful comforting words of God for the Babylonian exile categorically states that his plans are for peace and not for disaster. This again is because our God is a good God whose plan for us is to walk for our good, especially those who are committed to him and have a living covenant relationship with him, even though he may permit disasters, as we see in the case of Job in Job chapter 1 verse 6 to 12. Also, God said his plans was to give them a future filled with hope. As his people, he wants to build them, establish them, and sculpt them into what he intended them to be, even when the people do not appear to see things from that angle. Dear brothers and sisters, think about the time when you or someone you know have all their hopes dashed due to happenstance 
and become mentally incapacitated and helpless. And there seems to be no flicker of light coming through the extended tunnel of this life. All you need at such intersection is a message like this. And that is what we're talking about today. God is working for our good. That was the case of the Babylonian exiles. They were in dire situation. The thought of the future was depressing. And the very consideration of never to see the promised land again was haunting. And they wished things were different. Such harrowing experiences expressly captured succinctly in the book of Psalm chapter 1 verse 37. When the music stopped, as the captives hung their hearts for want of inspiration to make music, inspiration to sing new songs, inspiration to worship God, inspiration to be who they were created originally to be. Brothers and sisters, I don't know about you, but I have been on that path before. And perhaps I'm still on the same path. The path of struggle. The path where the music stops in your life. The path where you don't know what next to do. The path where you have tried everything in your life. But the difference is this. The difference is that I know the promises of God over my life. And have claimed them. Thank God for the Bible in my hand. Thank God for the word of God in my ears. The scripture says in the book of Romans chapter 15 verse number 4. Everything written a long ago was written to teach us. So that we would have confidence through the endurance and encouragement which the scriptures gives us. Verses 12 to 13 says this, Then you will call to me, you will come and pray to me, and I will hear you. When you look for me, you will find me. When you wholeheartedly seek me, this verse seems to be the caveat detailing the steps that are needed to be taken or simply put the responsibilities they would take to enter into the proper fellowship with God that would unclog their channel of communication with their God. They would do that by retracing their steps away from their sins in recognition of their desertion from God. This is called repentance or metanoia. Once this process is completed, their prayers would be heard and their petitions would be attended to. Their brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, this is where we all want to be, a place of divine acceptance. This kind of relationship with God cannot happen unless we are honest in our approaches to God and are truly sorry for what we have done against the will of God. 
it should be a great gift from God that we are able to become vulnerable before our God and able to cry out our hearts to God in times of distress. When I read verse number 14, the concluding verse of the key text for this podcast, tears of joy runs down my cheek as I assimilate the graciousness of the Almighty God in my life and in the life of my friends. He said, I will let you find me, declare the Lord. I will bring you back from captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and places where I have scattered you, declares the Lord. I will bring you back from the place where you are being held captive. Brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, I cannot find any better word to put it other than that which has been said in this particular scripture. This is one scripture that helps to bring us hope in our lives. That frees us from everything, every entanglement that we know. This is one scripture that promised to gather us up again. If you are broken like me, my brothers and sisters, this scripture brings you hope. This scripture brings you permanent joy. The joy that puts you in that pedestal of God's righteousness, which is not based on you, but is based absolutely on God himself. I will gather you. I will bring you from every part where you have been scattered. It is time, brothers and sisters, to believe in the promises of God. And now, as I conclude, my friends, it is so refreshing to know that despite all the difficulties life is throwing and maybe throwing at us, we can be rest assured that God is for us. God got our back. That it is not the intention of God to send his people into exile so as to disown them. God loves us so much that he doesn't have evil plans for us. But the devil is out there seeking for whom he may destroy. No wonder Jesus said in John chapter 10 verse 10, The thief come to steal, to kill, to destroy. But I have come that you should have life and have it more abundantly. This is the plan of God for your life, brothers and sisters. Throughout the Bible, we see how God delivers his people. For example, he sent Moses to rescue his people from the bondage of the Egyptians. And now, here in the book of Jeremiah, we read that God gave them a firm promise of rescue after 70 years in exile. And that's in Jeremiah 29, verse number 10. The end result of all of this is that God is faithful, so faithful to his word, and is able to redeem the captive from captivity. This goes to demonstrate to us that God is working for our good in all circumstances. And with this, let me conclude by sharing 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 10 with you. It says this, After you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace 
who called you to his eternal glory in Christ will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. Wonderful. You see, my brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, whatever that you're going through today, I would like to encourage you that God is in total control, absolute charge. He knows about you, Abinisho, and be confident, therefore, that it is in his own interest to bring his promises over your life to come to pass. And that is why he is working in the background just for your good. I want you to know that God loves you so much. God initiated this business of love for his own creation to send Jesus Christ to die in your place. And I want you to know that today, that you are loved, that God loves you, that God wants the good and the best for you. I don't know how you feel today. I don't know what's your own circumstances today. But the message is this, God is working for your own good. God bless you. And please join me again as we pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, thank you for this time with my brothers and my sisters around the world. Thank you for as many that has listened and will be listening to this podcast. That in the end, O oh God, the message will be received clear, loud, and clear. That you are working in the background, no matter the situation, no matter the difficult circumstances, no matter what we feel in our own mind. Let them know that you are working for them, for their good. And Lord, going forward, Father, as many God that are entangled by the enemies today, as many God that are facing spiritual surgery, I pray, God, that you, your power will release them today in the name of Jesus Christ. And for those who have not known Jesus yet, Lord, may this message give them that comfort, that confidence that they too can key into this benefit and become beneficiaries of the God who created the heavens and the earth. And I ask all of this in the perfect name of Jesus Christ, the one who is coming back again. God bless you. Even when the enemy means for evil, you turn it for our good. You turn it for our good and for your glory. Even in the valley, you are faithful. You're working for our good. You're working for our good and for your glory. Even when the enemy means for evil, you turn it for our good. Oh, you turn it for our good. And for your glory, even in the valley, you are faithful. 
Your plans are still to prosper. You have not forgotten us. You're with us in the fire and the flood. Faithful forever, perfect in love. You are sovereign over us. Thank you for listening to the NUMA podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.